I'd like to share with you a fascinating story that pertains to the Torah that we read on Shabbos. So Rabbi Arya Levine, the father-in-law of Rabbi Yashuv, was known as the Tzaddik of Yerushalayim. He devoted his life to helping other Jews. But before the story, allow me a pre-story that encapsulates the essence of this holy Tzaddik. Sir Arya Levine was once walking on the street and he sensed that a boy from his neighborhood was trying to avoid him. So one day he quickened his pace and caught up to the boy and he tells him, Young man, how are you? How is everything? And the boy tells him, Rabbi, I've been avoiding you because as you know, I grew up in a religious home, but I'm no longer observant and I even took off my yarmulke. Therefore, I was so embarrassed and afraid to be engaged by the rabbi. That's why I've been avoiding you. So Rabbi Arya turns to the boy and he says, You know I'm a short man. I cannot see what's on your head. I can only see what's in your heart. So please, talk to my heart. This personifies this holy tzaddik. So they say a story that when Rabbi Arya Levine got married, he wanted to spend more time with his new wife. But there was the issue of Bittal Torah. So he came up with a plan. Every night they will learn Bechavrusa together. So on Friday night they learned the Torah of the week. So it's Friday night, Parshas Vayera, and the young couple is learning the Avtoyah together. And the Avtoyah talks about this righteous woman, the Isha Shunamis, this anonymous woman that lived in Shunam. Elisha Navi used to travel from town to town, spreading the Dvar Hashem. And every time he passed by the town of Shunam, this Isha Shunamis graciously hosted Elisha Navi. She even built a special room for him in her attic. And Alicia was grateful for her generous hospitality and wanted to repay her for all her kindness. So he sent his servant Gehzi to offer money and protection, but she turned him down. She said those now famous words, I live among my people. She made it clear to him that she lacked nothing and doesn't expect any compensation for her generosity. But still looking to reward his hostess, Alicia turns to Gehzi, Find out if there's anything we can do to reward her for her kindness. And Gehzi tells Alicia, Bain ain la. She doesn't have any children. She's barren. The Isha zakin, and her husband is elderly. When Alicia hears this, he summons her and tells her, I will reward you with the miracle of a child. La moyed hazeh. Next time this year, at chayvek as bain, you will be hugging your son. And as promised, a year later, she gave birth to a baby boy. Fast forward a few years, the Pasik says, This child grows up a little. He's four or five years old, and he's out in the field with his father. And suddenly he screams out, Roishi, Roishi, my head, my head, I have terrible pain in my head. They rush him to the house, and tragically, the boy passes away. And the boy's mother, the Isha Shanamis, is distraught. But she keeps her composure. She says, I'll run over to the next town and I'll track down Elisha Navi and hopefully he can perform a miracle for us. If you're reading the Torah, inexplicably it says, Kam is Simon Hasfardim. This Fardim complete the Torah reading at this point in the story. And they go on to Davim Musaf. Dashkanezim read on and Elisha comes to the home and performs an act on the child and resurrects the child back to life. Rabbi Levine is sitting there with his new wife and they're going through the story. And his wife turns to him, Rabbi Levine, I want to ask you a question. I don't understand this fardim. Not only is this the ultimate cliffhanger, 
But what a tragedy. Here you have this couple that was childless for many, many years. They finally had this miracle child. This is their whole life. And he suddenly passes away. And the Sephardim close the book and they go on to Dav Musaf. They don't want to know about the rest of the story. Don't they have a conscience? How are they able to make Kiddush and eat their child? Rabbi Levine looks at his wife and says, That's a great question. I'm afraid I don't have an answer. Would you like to suggest an answer? She thinks, and then she says, I have an answer for you. Do you know why they don't have to complete the Torah? Because the Sephardim have a Munas Chachamim. We went to a Tzaddik, we went to a Gadol, he will down for us, he will intervene on our behalf. We have trust that his tefillah will help us and everything will turn out just fine. Now, on to Musaf. If this story wasn't incredible enough, there's a postscript to this story. Who was this child that two miracles were performed for him? Chazal say he was none other than Chavako Kanavi. The Gemara says towards the end of Mesechtis Makas, Ba Chavakok v'amidan alachas. Chavakok came and established the entirety of Torah on one principle, Tzadik b'minosa yichyeh. The righteous live within one's faith. How apropos that it was Chavakok who said that. The person that was born through a miracle and got a second chance at life only because of the faith of his mother, the Isha Shenamis, and ironically, through the Amuna in a Tzadik. Tzadik b'minosa yichyeh. He lived because of the Amuna that his mother had in a Tzadik. Sometimes all it takes is the belief in the power of the tefillah of a tzaddik. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.